0: So uh, hello and welcome everybody. This is Aronid timer from Essentially Sports. Today I'm honored to welcome a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Blackbird, Grappling and Submission Specialist, and the newest marquee signing in the ever-growing roster of one championship, Danielle Kelly. Hi, Danielle, and welcome.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Good, just going to train soon.
0: Right. So, uh, I mean, let's get this. Uh, let's get straight into it. You know, you recently coming off your major debut with one championship, one of the biggest combat sports uh, organizations out there. Uh, how was the whole build up? You know, to the fight like for you, because there was there were a lot of eyes on you. There was a lot of hype about you going into going into the fight. So, how how did you deal with the pressure and how was it? You know, going into that fight and the the event.
1: Um, leaning up to it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be um usually for matches, I would get really nervous, but for this one, I was super excited to compete under one championship and their and their uh stage, and so I didn't really get bothered by the pressure. I think more so once I was walking towards the stage i I started to feel a little a, a little bit nervous and this the uh the nerves and the um pressure but um Yeah, just everything. I was just happy to be there. So I I feel like as the match went on, I I felt like home. And I feel like the next match coming up, um, I feel like it'll be much more better for me.
0: For sure. I mean, the experience out there obviously helps out. So, I mean, uh, again, it was the 10th anniversary of our championship the promotion itself and it was it was obviously one of the biggest cards out there I mean you your match was you know right at the first half and then it went on for hours before you know it ended up so how did it feel to be part of such such a big event on on such a huge scale
1: it still feels unreal it was such a big event and to be a part of such a big historic event with like a lot of big names and great talented fighters on the card you know it felt like I, I accomplished one of my goals, and you know the fact that we were one of the first two matches for women to be competing under one championship um, put a lot put a lot in perspective and where like my career would go. So you know it was a it was definitely a positive thing, and I'm looking forward to doing more. Sure.
0: And uh, if I'm not wrong, this this was your first visit to Singapore itself. And uh, I mean, how how was your experience in the country? And you know, I, I'm guessing you didn't have much time to you know get around, but I'm sure you you had a little time after your fight, maybe, and you got a little got to see a little of the country itself.
1: It was my first time in Singapore. It was definitely like the first time taking like 19 hour flight to uh, right. to there. Right. Um, but it was all it was all well. It wasn't. I had no complaints about it. Um, it was comfortable. Once we got there, we couldn't really do much because we had to stay at the hotel for like, COVID protocols. But afterwards, I probably had like a few hours to explore a little bit of Singapore. Um, but when we had to leave the next morning. So after that, I kind of just stayed to watch the fights because I didn't want to miss a lot of those um, talented fighters. You know, there was it was a lot of good fights and it was very entertaining. So I definitely didn't want to miss that. But overall, the experience being in Singapore
0: was great. Right. And I mean, uh, the, again, you mentioned the 19 hour flight. So how was uh, the jet, if there was any, how was the, you know, the experience going, traveling so for so long and then, you know, going back to the United States after, you know, taking such, such, uh, you know, such a long flight. And are you, are you over? And how did you recover from, you know, that, that much travel?
1: Uh, on the way there, while flying, it wasn't bad at all. But once we landed and once we got everything settled, because we landed there probably like seven or seven a.m., and I remember taking a nap right away because I felt so exhausted. I think like the first, I would say like the first day or two was were kind of hard because I felt a little tired going to practice or going to training for the extra, um, the warm ups before. Right. Um, so I felt a little exhausted, but as day and a half went by i felt i felt like it it didn't get back it didn't really get to me i think it was when i got home it started to look it started to like kind of get to me because my appetite was kind of off i wasn't eating i had to adjust the time we had to go basically we left sunday and we came back home on sunday so So, basically we went back in time um so that was a that was an adjustment but they're both easy you know like it ended up the match after the match it was great so it ended up being easy and smooth yeah i mean i had no complaints about it
0: right and I, are you back in training or are you still taking it a little like
1: i once i got back home the next day i went back to training there's no breaks
0: no breaks <laughs> no breaks at all nope, so... no breaks So I mean, going back to the fight itself, it was a one-round, twelve-minute fight, and uh, you know, from like right from the bat, you were you know you were on the offensive, you were looking for submissions, you went in for knee bars and heel hooks and every everything. So uh, I mean, but unfortunately, it ended in a draw. So how did you feel during the fight? You know, being you know such a big stage, and you know, uh, what were your thoughts? You know, right afterwards, once the fight was done.
1: You know, I have no regrets. I don't feel negative thoughts on my match because I was I was pushing the pace the whole time. And you know, speaks for itself as I got like the performance bonus. You know, I was I was pushing it on her. I was trying to engage with her. Um, I had some really tight submissions and she wouldn't want she didn't want to tap. But at the end, that just makes me want to work harder. You know, I was back at the gym once I got home. And you know, whoever's next in line, I'm just gonna just do my thing and not worry about what they're going to do or try to prove like what I can do in my game. Cause I felt like the first three or four minutes, I was kind of wasting time with the wrestling because I wanted to take her down. Cause I didn't think she had like really good ground game. So this next time I'm just going to stick to what I'm really good at and work on that next time.
0: Absolutely. And was there anything about her game that surprised you at all? Uh, because you know, she was a lot on the defensive. So was there anything that surprised you at all?
1: was definitely surprising to me i mean i think i'm fairly strong but with her I, I felt like you know there was a transition where i had her in a leg lace and i had to make move my knee out right. the transition for like a heel hook or roll for a knee bar and she held her arm right under my hip and the strength of her arm just held my hip the whole time and i couldn't extend my hips or get my knee out so that was yeah. really surprising I was like okay this girl definitely lifts a lot um I mean, I kind of knew what she was going to do and my goal was to try to finish the match before time went off.
0: Right. And, you know, you just talked about the 50000 bonus and we saw your reaction immediately after it was announced. So what was your immediate, you know, what was the thought process after, you know, right after it was announced, you know, because it ended in a draw, but you definitely had had an impressive performance. So what was your thought process after that?
1: It was, so it was very emotional. I... Of myself all the time, whether I win the match, lose or draw, especially for this one to draw. And I felt like in a way I was like asking myself, did I really deserve this? And then I would say to myself, I did work hard for this. I was pushing the pace. You know, others see my hard work, um, be acknowledged for it. Um, I would say it was, it was an emotional roller coaster at those few minutes when I when it was announced, but then it all started to kick in. And then once I started watching my match and everything, I I felt like I deserved it. And I'm uh, being I'm being seen for my hard work and it makes me want to, it motivates me to work harder and do better the next one.
0: Right. I mean you certainly deserved it. I, I I'm sure I'm speaking for the whole whole uh, martial arts <laughs> community. That I mean you 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 were amazing, amazing in the cage that day. So yeah.
1: Thank you. And- Thanks a lot.
0: And, you know, talking about uh, combat sports in general, you've talked about uh, making a switch to MMA as well. And uh, you, in, in that process, you have changed your gyms as well. You've, you have switched to Evolve MMA. And, you know, how, how has that process been? Because Evolve MMA has some of the greatest strikers or, or devastating strikers, you know, in their gym. So how has that process been and how are you settling in, you know, in that environment? Um, so, you know, I, so
1: I trained here and eventually... When I'm in Singapore again, I'm going to train with Evolve. Um, especially, like, if I'm getting ready for my first MMA fight. I train with a lot of talented girl fighters. And I I uh, have been working on my striking MMA stuff for before the pandemic, so almost three years, actually. The time is flying by really fast. Um, yeah. You know, I just, I feel like, you know, there'll be time, I feel like, when the time comes I'll I'll be prepared. But I want to make sure that I understand fully about the game. Cause you know, and Jiu- CMA are so different. You can't just pull guard and then you'll get in the face. Um, but there's ways there's ways to go around that. If you don't have tunnel vision on certain moves and you work around it, study your opponent, it's all it's all uh you can work around it. So I mean I wouldn't say it's a huge adjustment, but you know, getting used to getting punched in the face—like I, I just got started to get used to that. So it's all starting to come to me. And I think the more I compete jujitsu-wise for one championship, the more comfortable I'm getting. And you know, I, I try to do some cage work around with May and inside of the in the uh, inside the circle. So yeah. yeah, I felt I felt comfortable. You know, once the mat, once the time went by. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited when that point comes.
0: Uh, that that it would be amazing to see you, uh, you know, uh, in in MMA, and uh, you know, uh, but you know, when do you have any, you know, time frame or you know that when you decide to, you know, eventually make your shift to MMA? I mean, not completely leaving the submission and the BJJ, but as well, but also transitioning to MMA. Is there any time frame in your head as of now? Um,
1: I will not say timeline, but I would want all my coaches to be with me. So, cause it's going to be my first MMA fight. So the main ones who are with me, I would love, I would love to, them to be there, but I also want to get a lot of sparring in, especially like, you know, if I go to evolve, I'd like to roll with a lot of people there. Um, you know, I just need to get, get my feet a little wet before I make that decision. But you know, I, I feel it's coming soon because I'm pretty confident and I have a lot of uh, hard work, uh, hardworking teammates who push me every day.
0: That's that's great. And you're not talking about your uh, future opponents. Uh, I mean, you put up a story yesterday and there there has been a back and forth between you and the uh, one strawweight champion, Angela Lee. Uh, so, I mean, you've talked about her as a future uh, submission opponent. Even she has talked about as a, a possible uh, matchup. So, uh, I mean, what do you think about that fight in general? Because it definitely will get the fan fans excited. So, what are your thoughts on it? And, uh, yeah.
1: My thoughts? Uh, you know, I'm I'm happy that she's open to the idea because, um, you know, she's, you know, I respect her a lot. And I was rooting for her for her, her recent match against Stamp. You know, she just had a kid. She's a mom. And she's a mom champ. So, yeah. you know, I, I respect a lot. I have a lot of respect for her. And, you know, she, she's putting a name for all the hardworking moms out there. So, you know, it's really... I really have nothing bad to say or anything. You know, be it would be an honor to share the cage with her, and it'll be and it'll also be an opportunity to spread women's jujitsu in a whole in a whole global aspect. So, you know, I, I I hope it happens. She's, you know, I think she would be more engaging engaging than May, um, and she's being May. So, you know, I think this will be a really fun match, and it would be very entertaining, and that's what the fans would want to see. I'm yeah. totally down. Yeah, fans would one just- championship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I it, it is definitely a fight I would be rooting for if because yeah you she has a jiu-jitsu background, you have a jiu-jitsu background, it'll be it'll be a fantastic fight to see. But uh, you know, before uh and also, let's I mean, talk about your grappling game. Before signing with one championship, you fought uh, the former USC strawweight champion Carla Esparz in, in, a, in a submission match. But unfortunately, the f- the fight ended prematurely because she had a huge cut uh, uh, right above her eye. So would you be interested in a rematch ever, given the opportunity
1: in the future? Yeah, I would love a rematch because, well, first of all, I was frustrating her and she slammed me. And she basically did the slam herself and the cut. So that was on her. But, you know, I I still wished her a a fast recovery and everything. Um, I'm definitely down for a rematch, but it would have to be at 115. I'm not risking my health. I'm not risking, you know, the weight advantage was was totally, I was like 113 I I weighed in at, and she was cutting to 130 because that was the weight limit of the match. And it was like a two or three day notice because Rose Namahuna is – uh, had COVID or something. I forget. It was like, it was like during that week before the yeah. match. So yeah. COVID, COVID like protocols. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people are saying she was beating me or I was beating her, but you can't, you know, I pulled guard and she basically kept me there. So I think just from that match to motivate me more. So I, I wouldn't mind a rematch for sure, but it had to be at one fifteen.
0: One fifteen, of course. And, uh, you know, uh, talking about your uh, one championship, do you have, uh, like? I'm sure you're planning to come back soon, getting back into the cage soon. So you have any any idea or a future opponent in mind against whom you want to, you know, want to get back in again?
1: Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hopefully, hopefully in the summer, definitely hoping to have a match in the summer, um, probably before August, hopefully, because I want to take August off to travel, teach, and have like a week vacation because i've right. been praying every day um but yeah i mean hopefully you know i'm waiting for a word on angela lee so we'll we'll see if that happens but you know i'm i'm not backing down away from anybody
0: right and you know one of the biggest news in the in the past couple of days in in combat sports world has been joe rogan and him being a sponsor in adcc uh what are your thoughts on that because uh, i mean he's talked about it publicly and him coming in that tournament in in, in those championships will bring in a lot of eyeballs so what are your thoughts on that and do you think about you know also competing and winning adcc in the future uh joe rogan joe rogan yeah
1: okay you're, also- oh, you're asking me uh, sorry you're asking me like what do i think about the sponsorship
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah oh yes yes um wait he's coming to one championship
0: uh, no, no, so he's uh, put in money in uh, ADCC. The
1: oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I think about that, you know, again, it's definitely motivating. As the fact that someone such a big name in jiu-jitsu, grappling in general is mainstream, but it's not as big as, like, other, like, boxing or, you know, right. MMA fighting. But it's very motivating that someone such a big name and, like, such, you know, has a lot of credentials and they're sponsoring the number one grappler in the world. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's saying, it's showing that jujitsu is taking the right term as well for sponsorships in the future. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's like what I'm trying to do. That's, that's motivating. And I hope to be in that position, hopefully very, very soon, um, especially just putting the foot in the door for women sports, especially for sponsors. So I, I, would we'll love to be the first to do that, be the first team, hopefully.
0: Okay. And what do, uh, I mean, this brings, what do you feel about, you know, women in combat sports, you know, in today's time? Because there are a lot of huge names out there right now. Like Kayla Harrison is there, Amanda Nunes is there, uh, Angela Lee, you yourself are there. You know, are there. So what are your thoughts in general about women in combat sports and how do you think that is, you know, the popularity is going towards?
1: Um, you know, over the years, so when I started training, like Gina Carano was around, I would say like, she definitely got me hooked on like the, the women's MMA fighting. And then Ronda Rousey came and as a fighter, she was great. Just not, not really the right person to, um, you know, people have their opinions, the role model, but okay. a phenomenal fighter at at her time. Um, you know, I feel like women's Women's combat sports is evolving every is revolv is evolving every day because you know, we have you have Valentina, Ioana, as uh, uh, Zhang, Rose Namahunez, all these women, they're so they're so good and technical. Even some of the fight, most of the fights are better than the guys, like more entertaining. Um, you know, I, I feel like in the future, I feel like women's sports might just be, if not already, but might just be the same viewership as the men as the men's um yeah i i I feel like women's combat sports like it's such a fast-growing sport in general but women put the women in mma is growing so rapidly and you know i i can see i can definitely see a lot of good opportunities for women in the sport so that's very motivating and very inspiring to see
0: that would be that would be inspiring to see know them at the same viewership as as the men uh, competitors and you know talking about uh, your journey uh, how did you get into Brazilian? institute so how did your journey start and you know how what changes have you seen in yourself over the, all, over all of these years because you're still young you're you still have a lot of time to go you still have a lot of time to grow but uh till now what has your journey been like so long story
1: short um So I started when I was getting bullied a lot in school and I needed to have some kind of self-defense to protect myself from bullies. So my dad was sick at the time. And back then we had like the Google Maps where you print them out. And there was a place that was literally like two or three blocks ahead from my house at the time. So we went there, my mom took me there and I learned what jujitsu was because if someone takes you down or you get knocked down, you learn right. how to protect yourself protect yourself ground and on the ground. So right. that uh getting bullied a lot has helped, has brought me into martial arts in my life. And over time I felt like I didn't have confidence. And I as as the time went on, I started to compete a lot, um, training with different people, meeting people, just every everything and everywhere in sport, I felt more confident over time. And I felt like that helped me disappoint. With my discipline, helped me mentally, um, especially like real world, real world problems too. Like I felt like it put my head in the right direction. You know, I, I it made me want to work hard for what I wanted and stay focused. You know, I mean, I had like a, I had a time in a year like I kind of like took a break from it, and I was in college, and you know, I felt like without martial arts in my life, it I took a negative turn almost. So once I went back. You know, I realize martial arts is what I need in my life and that's what right. keeps me on my feet. And yeah, I would say it's the best thing that's ever happened to me because I met some great people in my life and great things have happened. And so I'm just, you know, looking forward to see what my future looks like with it. Yes,
0: that's a great journey to know. And, uh, you know, you've just talking about how jiu-jitsu and combat sports in general has been like one of the major parts of your life. But, you know, when you're not, since you're a fighter, when you're not, you have to train and fight like every second, third, fourth month and you're constantly in training. But when you're not training and when you have your time off, what what activities other than fight fighting do you like to do and like to engage? Uh,
1: like training-wise?
0: No, not training-wise, except from fighting, except from training. Oh, other I, that, just, uh, thank other you hobbies, right yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I like to play on my PC. I'm a very big PC gaming nerd. Because, yeah. um, you know, I play with my friends, I don't like to talk about fighting or training. It's just my time where I just goof off with my friends. Anyone that watches my Twitch will understand. But um, but I like, I like playing on my PC a lot. Uh, I'm actually trying to get a new one and just build on that. I, I really like building my PC over time. Yeah. Um, keeps me busy. You know, I, I mean, I would say I used to like going out but I feel like I'm kind of going out at stage. even though I'm still super young and I should be doing that but you know I yeah you know, I enjoy I enjoy doing what I do and you know if I have any time where I can relax and just not do anything you know I would do that in a heartbeat <laughs> um but you know I think like once I take a break from just training a lot every day I would say like August this would be like my time frame I'm gonna be going to Europe my first time and just travel like that's gonna be my traveling still visiting to Jitsu schools to train and teach so right. yeah you know, I, I just have to do that from going somewhere but yeah I mean that's basically like what I do um yeah I mean right. I'm, I'm a simple person I guess
0: <laughs> now you talked about gaming i'm i'm a huge gaming nerd myself i mean the, the pc and uh, playstation and all of that but uh, what if if talking about gaming uh, i know you are a huge call of duty fan i mean not the, the initial initial games modern warfare and black ops and all that but you know in, in in today's time if 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 there are any games if you could if you could just tell us your top 3 of games of all time i know it's a very tough position to be in but yeah just the top 3 my
1: top five games Wow. um not in order, but I mean, I still play Call of Duty, Warzone, the Modern Worker one. Even though it changed like so much on it, uh, I started like Valorant. Um, Resident Evil would probably be like my all-time fave, like on the PlayStation, and because right. I play on my PC now, uh, I have to play fun. the new ones. Yeah, I haven't played the new ones yet. Um, I, don't know, I like Crash Bandicoot, Spyro. There's like some old-school games I like to play. Uh, this is really hard. Um, <laughs> I definitely want to try to get back into Half Life. I played that when I was a kid with my brothers. Right. So it might be my top five, but I mean, there's, there's definitely more that. Or Halo. I'm sorry, Halo probably Halo. definitely be in top one. Right. The original Halo. Yeah. You're not um, a fan
0: of the new ones. Of the new one.
1: I mean, I try to play on my PC, but since I played on it so much on my Xbox, oh. Sorry, one second. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry about that. I had to get my easy my cast. Um, right. What was I playing? What was I saying at? Halo. Uh,
0: Halo and the classic Halo, and- yes.
1: I was playing one, two, and three, and five. And then those were like my my favorite ones. The fourth one kind of like went downhill. And the recent one was like, I don't know. Like it just feels better when I play it on Xbox.
0: Right. It, it makes absolute Sorry, sense. I had to
1: give my easy pass to my aunt.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's that's
1: absolutely
0: that's absolutely all right. But uh, you know, but you know, talking about gaming, did have you ever given a thought to, you know, streaming seriously and you know, making that uh, a side career as well? Because I mean a lot of fighters are doing it. Like seriously so have you also given a thought
1: to it uh i actually do i have done a lot of the twitch streaming like i did one like two nights ago but right. since i was so focused on this match and just training every day i haven't really had time to engage with it or be on my pc so much because i'm always like on the go um yeah i mean i i'm starting to get back into it but only when i can because it, it's very time consuming so absolutely you know, I might play like once or twice on the weekends, and then I'll play like once a week during the week. But it really, really just depends on my training schedule.
0: Right, and you know, uh, probably the uh, the last question out there, You know, if that, that you have a huge fan following right now, and uh, you know, a lot of people now, you know, you're in that premium organization. A lot of a lot more eyeballs, a lot more people will, you know get to see you fight so do you have anything to tell your fans or you know people watching this video or anybody out there do you have any message for them or anything you would like them to know
1: um i would like to tell them that i love you all for following me supporting me whether it's troll comments or very nice comments i am grateful for you all and i hope you guys enjoy the journey <laughs>
0: Right. Uh, thank you, Daniel. It was Crow a
1: pleasure. So didn't want to come out, but yeah, you know, I'm very grateful for everybody that's following me and watching me and hoping that I fail.
0: <laughs> no, I'm I'm sure all of them are looking forward to all of your fights in the future. But yeah. uh, thank you, Daniel. It was great talking to you. And uh, I, I hope to get, I mean, more interviews with you. It's, it's fun talking to you and I hope we can do this again soon.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. You're awesome. Thank you. Have a good
0: day. You too. Have a good day.